Today we begin the holy season of Advent, and that means Christmas is coming. I love Christmas. I really love everything about it, from setting up the Christmas tree and drinking eggnog to watching Christmas movies like The Grinch and getting lots of presents I don't need at all. I love everything about Christmas. And yet, as I was going back and forth between trying to put together this homily and finding the best Black Friday deals to finish all my Christmas shopping in advance, I felt God challenge me with three words that we all heard from today's second reading. Awake from sleep. These three words from St. Paul in today's second reading kept speaking to me again and again as I searched for Black Friday deals. Awake from sleep, Father Richard. The Greek word St. Paul uses for sleep is hypnos, where we get the word hip, hypnotized, the English word hypnotized. So I felt God saying to me, awake from being hypnotized, like you're in this trance, just being controlled by someone else. Yes, in all the childlike joy I have for the Christmas season, I realized that I was being hypnotized by what could be called the consumerism culture this culture of being consumers. And we are being bombarded every day, what feels like every waking minute of the day, to buy more stuff all the time. Buy this, get that. And so I felt God speaking to me awake from being hypnotized by this culture of consumerism. And as I was reflecting on consumerism and how God kept telling me to awake from sleep, I got an image of what I think the culture of consumerism is. I don't have a prop for it because it's the black hole, okay? The black hole. That is an image of this culture of consumerism. You know, it's a, that mysterious region of space that just sucks everything into it. Well, consumerism is like a black hole. It's really a never-ending desire for more stuff. Hypnotized into thinking, the more you have, the happier you'll be. I've bought into that lie many times. How about you? This is the cultural view of Advent. The more you'll have, the happier you'll be. So Advent, what does it become? It all becomes about me. It's all about me. What do I want for Advent? What's going to make me happy? What are, what are the products and the presents and everything that I want? And so we consume, consume, consume. And we become like black holes. It's just never enough. The more stuff we try to fill in our hearts, the emptier we feel. Because God has made us for himself, and our hearts are restless until they rest in him, as St. Augustine tells us. So rather than be consumers this Advent and be like black holes, I felt God inviting me to a different approach to Advent. Another C word, not a consumer, but a consoler, a consoler. This, I believe, is a real authentic view of having one key word for what it looks like to live out the Catholic approach to Advent, to be a consoler. A consoler is someone that provides warmth and light and comfort to another person. So what does this mean? In Advent, the focus is not about ourselves and being consumers. It's all about Jesus. Jesus is the reason for the season, and Advent is all about him, preparing for the baby Jesus to come here 
and rest in the manger of Corpus Christi. And so unlike a black hole, which is the consumerism image, the image for being a consoler is the sun, the sun. That's where this word consolation or console comes from. It comes from the word to mean the sun, in which you bring warmth and light to other people. I want everyone here at Corpus Christi to be a consoler this Advent. And so I came up with an idea which I believe will make it happen. You know I like props. Well, I got my biggest one yet. This is our manger. This is our manger. Now, every year to begin Advent, the manger is full of straw already. Easy. It's nice. It's already set. Jesus is going to come. He's got his comfortable bed. No effort on our part to prepare for him. But this year, we're going to do something a little different. Something that's going to wake us up from being hypnotized by this culture of consumerism. Something that's going to help parents teach their children that Christmas is not about getting presents, but it's about Jesus. And it's also going to help children teach their parents how to love Jesus like little children, which is what we're all called to do, and something that's going to help all of us live out one of our core values rooted in tradition, to actually live out the real traditional view of what this whole season is actually about. And so we will do the Corpus Christi Advent Challenge. This is what's going to happen. I'm getting rid of all of the straw right now, and the altar server boys will clean this up after. Okay. This year, we are actually going to be the ones to fill this manger with straw, one piece of straw at a time. I'm serious. Awake from sleep. Are, are you awake now? <laughs> Not just any straw, okay? That'd be easy. Consumerism mindset. Some of you are already thinking, Cyber Monday tomorrow, I could buy a package of straw, half off. <laughs> no. The only straws that can be placed in here are straws of love. Straws of our love for Jesus. Intentional acts done to love Jesus. What do you mean? Intentional acts of love done to love Jesus. Okay. It's all going to be explained in this little instruction manual. All of you will be given one of these bags when you leave. Either for a family, you get one, or an individual if you came here alone. Every single person will be given a bag here when they leave that has pieces of straw and all of the details of what this challenge will look like, including 21 examples of intentional acts of love done for Jesus. The key thing is not necessarily what action you do, it's that you do it for Jesus. It's your intention by which you do something. So if it's not done for Jesus, it's just a worthless piece of straw. Or if you're a consumer, it's just something you eat. Gross. But if it's done for Jesus, 
it's actually a priceless piece of straw that brings comfort to him come Christmas morning. So it's all about your intention. I'll describe, I'll just provide a picture of what this could look like for one of the kids in elementary school. Your parents wake you up and you don't want to get out of bed, but you think, hey, I want a straw for Jesus. And so you immediately get out of bed and while you're at it, you think, hey, I could get another straw. So you say your morning prayers. Bam, two straws. During breakfast, you think, hey, more opportunity for straw. So you say grace before breakfast, which has never happened in the Catholic Church. Grace before breakfast. <laughs> and then you think, hey, mom, thank you so much for making me lunch today. I love you. And you do it. You say that because you're doing it for Jesus. Four straws. On your way to school, turn off the radio. No Christmas music. That's not allowed. And you pray a decade of the rosary because you want one more straw before school begins for Jesus. There you go, five straws. Obviously, the list could go on and on and on throughout the whole day, and this bag explains all the details. The key thing is your intention. It's not necessarily what you're doing, but that we're learning how to do things for Jesus. Because that is the whole heart of our faith, to learn how to love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And it begins here, by learning how to do things for the love of God. So, next Sunday, literally what's going to happen, after the prayers of the faithful, there's the offertory, this manger will be placed down there. And all of you will be given the opportunity literally to come up like Holy Communion and place straws in the manger. I'm serious. It's going to be really awkward if like me and a couple people are the only ones doing it. Father Hamilton is going to do it. Join the fun, okay? It would be, it would be really sad if on Christmas morning we place Jesus in an empty manger. But it would be really beautiful and life-changing. I really believe it would be life-changing if come Christmas morning we see literally thousands of signs of love that we have all done as a parish community for Jesus. It really does provide consolation. Jesus is a real person who has a real human heart, who is delighted and consoled when we choose to love him even if it's something so small, if it's done intentionally for Jesus, he delights in it. He is consoled by our love. So speaking of straws, earning straws, getting straws, this mass is actually your first chance to get a straw. How exciting. But it's no guarantee. It's no guarantee any of you get a straw at this mass because it's your intention. It's your intention. So what did you come here for? Did you come here as a consumer? Get mass done. Check it off the list. Move on to your next activity. Maybe get something out of the homily. Or did you come here as a consoler? Did you come here for Jesus? Did you come here to be with God? to love God. 
Even as a priest, it's easy to just think that this is one more activity of the day, to just check it off the list. So let us all renew our intention for why we are here, and then you can all get a straw. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Jesus, we are here for you. That is why we came, because we do love you. Help us to put an end to this consumerism mindset for Advent and teach us how to be consolers. Teach us as a parish how to provide many straws of love for you so that we may realize that you are the reason for this season. Amen.